This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Well, here's... You know what I like? You know what I like in a game as a GM? A free-for-all. Yes, it takes some work to keep every, everything in check and keep track of everything, but what I mean is, I like, as you know, I like in Media Ray, which is in the middle of things, which is the way I like to start games a lot of the times. But what if it's in the middle of the game? How about, uh, how about, you know, um, you run into two factions fighting in your travels or something like that? I bring this up because I was, I was in in Matt's game last night. And he is basically, he's got his own world, Valley of Caratia. And uh, he put the Caves of Chaos in there from the Keep on the Borderlands. And we've been clearing it out. And in more than one occasion, we've run into groups that are basically fighting each other. We found these hobgoblins in the goblin's cage because he thought they were weak and they thought they could take them over. And then we showed up. And so carnage ensued. And it's like, yeah, you know, these groups, you know, they're always saying don't make illogical dungeons. Like, you know, don't have two different monsters who would probably kill each other in next next door rooms or something like that. Well, I always admired the Caves of Chaos, the way Gary put it, with different groups in different caves because he spaced them out enough where they can coexist, but just barely and that's what I like. I like I like something like that where they are walking into the middle of something, oh my goodness, that's been going on for a while. Maybe not each centuries or years, but maybe like the last half hour or something. And it's it's just a lot of fun because then they gotta figure out who's who and what's what. And if they're all monsters, they'll just wade in and let the deity sort them out, you know. And so that is kind of fun. It's just it takes a little prep on your part, you know, before the game. Do you want this to happen? Look at, say you're using the Caves of Chaos. And you can, okay, you've got the orcs here, the ogres here, the kobolds here. The, the, you know, who will be the dominant 
you know, how would the food chain establish itself? Of course, the kobolds are probably going to be on the bottom, and the ogre is probably going to be on the top. What's preventing the ogre from systematically growing through all these caves and getting rid of stuff? Well, the fact that there's a minotaur somewhere in there that may give him pause. But at the same time, he knows the weaker races are fair game because they are weaker races. But, and, you know, he may or may not know that these quote-unquote weaker races can actually have some good tactics and manage to even, I don't know, band together and defeat him or something like that. I just find that kind of chaos very interesting and, and a lot of fun because it is it is chaotic. So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about right now. Think about what groups are where and how they... And you, you know, you always have the, the old fistful of dollars, uh, your Jimbo tactic of playing both sides against the middle, if you can get away from, with that. Um, the Lost City is another good one where you can do it because you got oh, about, what, five factions in there? And you can easily, you know, do the, if they, if you have smart players, they can do that. Anyway, that's my idea for now. So I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Single donations. Go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. Kevin has The Red Caps Podcast. Daniel Norton has The Bandit's Key Podcast. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geek is Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chats. All oh, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.